Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 531, from October 12th, 1997, a Sunday night show, with guest Goldfinger. The band immediately referenced their last known visit to the show on Classic Love Line 185 from back in 1996. They may have one more appearance prior to that, or in between that episode and this one. Adam and Drew seem to be very familiar with the band, and have great affection for them. They have several more known appearances throughout the show, including a final visit in 2005. It's possible we may find one or two more lost appearances, but overall it looks like they probably had about six or seven visits max, but somehow won the hearts of Adam and Drew in, in such a relatively small number of visits. It's happened before. And Adam instructs Engineer Mike to get ready to shut off Darren's microphone, along with some of the other guys in the band, in preparation for what they went through uh, the last time. Adam mentions Thursday's show with Duran Duran, and the tribute record they were all working on. Goldfinger are some of the best guests in the history of the show, and this is a great lost episode, now recovered for the archive. This is an official studio tape, in full. As per usual, it's recorded in 1997. Some medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. And if you'd like to check out more of my work or help support my tape preservation efforts, please see patreon.com slash Giovanni. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a podcast1.com production. <sighs> One, two, three, four, Welcome to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Hey, it is the Love Line. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. Dr. Drew is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And tonight, our very favorite band, Goldfinger, is in studio. Simon, Darren, and John are all here representing. You're our favorite Loveline host. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Don't leave out, two Loveline don't leave out Drew, man. Yeah. Drew doesn't care. Drew has no ego. Just as long as the paycheck is uh, in the mail, Stroke you. that's all he cares right. about. Drew called himself a boob earlier. A boob. Yeah. Well, you were talking about what you word. see when you look right. out. Uh, Darren says something about... Oh, all right. I can see we're going to have to shut Darren's mic off yes. uh, periodically oh, yeah. throughout the evening. That's a big change. All right, so uh, you guys flew in for uh, this and the Duran Duran thing in the parking lot. We're not going to talk about that. We had Duran Duran in here on Thursday, and they mentioned the tribute album and all that. So How uh, how were they? Nice guys? Yeah, they are nice guys. guys. Uh, Warren Cucurillo especially is a really really nice guy. Uh, Simon is a nice guy. Uh, John Taylor used to be a nice guy, but he's not in Duran Duran anymore. But he's Although, still a nice guy. John still Taylor, a nice I, he's guy. the only guy I've met. He's a wonderful guy. Simon I met today. He was a nice guy. Was he cool? Yeah, he was really cool. Yeah, yeah I, I met Warren Kukuru, which is, he was very Kukuru? down to earth for a guy with one chain name, of fast food. I thought it was, is it Kukuru, I was very really? impressed. All right, get ready with Simon's mic, uh, too, Engineer Mike. <laughs> All right, you're, so you're laying the law down early, dude. Uh, I'm I, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to make a strong police presence like they do, you know, out when a uh, verdict is rendered in a uh, racially motivated case, you uh, know, just so people don't get any ideas. It's really the same thing here. He's, he's had a lot of training since you guys were last year. 
He's I guess so. with who? Like what are the just bands molding him? No, no, no. Just with his experience here. <laughs> right. It's been really quite uh, impressive to watch him evolve. All right, Drew. Try not to talk in big sentences. Dr. Drew's here. Goldfinger's here. Goldfinger is uh, doing the show tonight, and then tomorrow morning going back out on tour with Cleveland. Uh, oh yes, my hometown. Cleavage. Oh, I'm Cleveland? Sorry. No, it's not. Actually, I'm from North Hollywood. But. Oh. <laughs> the, the mistake on the lake. Now there's there's not a being. We've been to Cleveland about what six times now, seven times. Not a twice bi- actually. This would be our third time. Uh, well, not a big difference between <laughs> Cleveland and North Hollywood though. Really? Uh, tremendously, a lot of a lot of similarities actually. Oh. Flats are fun. Yeah, I, I like Cleveland. That's what my folks always told me. Growing up in North Hollywood, uh, my dad used to tell me it's like you're international. You've been everywhere. <laughs> Milan. Uh, Rome. It, you've been all, If you've been to North Hollywood, you've been to the world. You know what North Hollywood has is Poquito Moss. That's true. Wonderful, wonderful N- restaurant. And there's two of them in there two now. Two of them. Well, one technically Studio City, but we claim it as our own, true. Anyway, uh, back out on the road, then with Save Ferris, and uh, soon to hook up with the Aquabats. Towers flies right now, though. Yeah, Aquabats yeah. in about two weeks. And when are you going to be, uh, do we know what the itinerary is? I mean, can we give out some of the dates and that sort of thing? Well, we, we, we'll we be in Toronto soon. Cleveland, Toronto, yeah. New York, I don't know, like, yeah, all over. Uh, I don't we're pretty smart. Sometime like, in the, sometime in, someday uh, in the future. We, all right. East Coast, someday uh, in the future. We play right? shows. Coming to a town area uh, soon. Let's go. We will, uh, we were, we got to get all right, focused. All right, we're right? getting focused. We, were he- we will hear songs from the Hang Ups CD that is... Uh, Goldfinger's latest, and we'll get to the phone for now. Maddie. Maddie? Hello? You're 19. You're on with Goldfinger. Um, well, I'm taking a class independent study, and my professor, like, started coming out to me, like, big time, and he kind of became aggressive, and the last time we met for class, he, um, forced me to perform oral sex. You what? He forced me to perform oral sex. Gunpoint? No. How do you do that? We were in our room, and I didn't realize that we were locked in. And mm-hmm. Did he say he'd give you an A? What? Did he say, like, he'd give you an A? If... No. Yeah. So What when happened? You, when you told him you didn't want to do it, what did he do? Forced my head down. Mm-hmm. We're all wondering about this call. Well, Wait, I... is this junior college? No. Did you scream or yell? or? No, we... Independent study you take. Did you try to get out of the room? Yeah. And, and what happened? He, like, forced me. No, look. The reason, yeah, the reason we're questioning this call is that when something horrible like that happens to somebody, they could tell you how many, you know, what what minute the clock was on on the wall, what was in the room, what was happening. Uh, I mean, exactly every movement they made would be something very fresh in their memory, having been through something horrible like that. So yeah, to speak so vaguely about something as awful as this makes us suspect that you're not telling us the truth, that this is not for real. It is. I just okay. really don't want to talk about that because my sister that I'm worried about. Who's in the class, too? She's taking this class also. She's taking it at a different time. And I reported this, and they said that they would enforce an open-door policy. What, well, is that, what does like, that mean? It means that whenever he has class, he has to leave his door open. But it doesn't really matter because our class was taken at night and the building's empty. Did you report this to the police? No, I reported it to the Re- dean of students. Report it to the police. Uh, well, the dean of students is taking it's a, such an insanely lax response to something like this. I mean, it's pathetic. You think well, the dean of students? I don't know if she's lining up, but I mean, we got to take it as though it's true. I mean, it's yeah, questionable. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to me that the dean of students is is. Um, 
taking her at her he word. He doesn't believe it, right. I, or, or if he does... Well, uh, crack the door. He, he has some liability here, too, in terms of uh, putting potentially other people at risk. All right, but let me just make sure we got everything straight here. It's an independent study class. Yeah. Um, with other people in it? No. So it's just you. I know it sounds retarded, but uh, it's one-on-one. -on -one. Right. And you go in at night. Right. And you sit with the professor, just you and he in the room, right? And then he locks the door. I didn't know he locked the door. Right. And then he, but you found out it was locked, and then he made you perform oral sex on him. Yeah, he pinned me down. He ended up choking me, cracked the rib. That sounds like rape. And you didn't report this to the police? No, I reported it to the dean of students to inform campus police. Who what? To inform, like, campus security. No, this, this, is, a, this is the police. How do you know you cracked a rib? Because I had an x-ray. Rib fractures don't typically show up on X-ray, but uh, not initially, anyway. Oh, they said busted. Yeah, like yeah. But it can happen. MacGyver and Quincy all rolled up into one. He's like a really boring MacGyver and Quincy. <laughs> but not in that age group, very often it doesn't show up. But it could. It's possible. All right, so Maddie, you got to call the cops. I mean, and you have to not go in the room. You have to refuse to go to that class. You have to alert your sister. You have to. I mean, it, 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 we suspect the whole thing is so suspect because something as horrible as that would have a huge reaction. On a campus. Mm. All right. Well, wait. I have a uh, pertinent question, Maddie. Yeah. You ever have anything like this happen to you before? Yeah. Mm. Tell us about that. Yeah. What happened? My older brother. Your older when brother. I was younger, he used to force me to do that. He sexually abused you when you were younger. So, so that fits. Yeah. That fits. Uh, I mean, she would make a perfect victim for a guy like this. Right. And it also would make sense that she wouldn't report it. Accurately, and it All also right. makes sense that she might minimize it and not want to tell us about That's it. That's what so, I thought. So it does fit in that way. So How old is this guy? Probably like middle 40s. All right. So you need to call the cops. You need to do yeah, everything. I, I think what you need to recognize that this is a a horrible. I can't believe this isn't at a junior college. That this is a horrible. It must be a state school. Crime that was brought against you, and it's not. Oh well. And you shouldn't accept the reaction that the school has had so far. You really need to blow the whistle. Well, okay. my sister, when she went into class, he, she said that he gave her something to drink and it's hot cocoa. And that, like, she became, like, really dizzy and confused. And, like, she passed out. And she woke up, like, a long time later, like six or seven hours later. And that she knows that he had sex with her. Did you report that? No, she didn't, but okay. I did. And what happened with that? We had to make an anonymous report because she wouldn't let me pretend to be her. Wouldn't let you pretend to be her? Yeah, because she won't. Do, she wouldn't even call in. So I called in and said what he had done. And what happened then? Nothing. Nothing can be done if it's an anonymous report. Well, they, they said they'd open the door even wider this time. All right, Maddie. Yeah. You got to call the cops. Yep. Listen, you can you can sue people here. You can make a lot of money. Is there a way to like test for like rookies? That's what I want to know. Not at, not at this late date, but you can certainly, if you had taken your sister to an emergency room right then, she could have had what's called a forensic examination where they collect data and they see if there's any semen there and whatnot and uh, collect evidence to be able to I, prove that something had been done. Again, where my um, airport dogs would yes, come in handy. Very nicely. I came up with this idea. I think uh, Goldfinger, you'll like it in general, but Darren especially. I've been talking about this the last few weeks. Bring it on. Where I decided to use those dogs to sniff out stuff at airports. Those uh, hush puppies dogs? Those yeah, the beagles. beagles. Right. Yeah, and they can it. sniff out, uh, we found out they can sniff out a sack of cocaine in a tanker of gasoline.
okay? They can, they can sniff out a joint of marijuana that's packed and welded into a car fender and coffee grounds. So I thought, why not use these dogs for um, gynecological exams? Why not have them sniff around? They always have the nose <laughs> and the crotch anyway, right? Well, you think they can detect semen? They could like? detect semen. Well, if they could sniff uh, marijuana, if they can detect marijuana packed, you know, welded into the uh, unibody of a car, certainly they could smell a little semen in a crotch. As a matter of fact, that's probably why they're there in the first place. Well, but not only semen, yeast. venereal diseases, crabs. Yeast, yeah. Yeast, uh, yeah. potential <laughs> cancer. Uh-huh. Why not? Well, Why not utilize these them, dogs? You be the trainer. Can I train them? Yes. I would. I would be honored. They could start with your crotch. I don't know if a woman's going to be like. Crabs. I don't know if a woman's going to be into like having her a dog be sniffing around. All right, but as a woman, Darren, I would love it. <laughs> no, but if you were a woman, which would you rather? Sit in a waiting room and have a beagle come up and give you a whiff, just you know, through the skirt and panties or what have you, or get onto the table? and uh, get out the uh, devices and the rib spreader and all the other stuff they use there. I'd use the dog. Right, you'd use the dog. So would I. I think this is genius, Drew, and it's feasible as well, and I just want a piece of the action. All right, so she, Maddie's got a call. Yeah, that's the place. Maddie screwed up. Uh, the professor screwed up. I'm not sure this independent study thing works. You just go one-on-one -on -one with a professor and sit in, the, sit in an empty room with him? Well, yeah. You'd heard of that? No. Yeah. Seems like I always thought there's, you know, one professor for every, you know, 150. It depends where you're in school. Okay. All right. You went to a, a bad school, Adam. I didn't, yeah, no school. Uh, Dave. Hey, um, Adam and Drew, I love you guys, and Goldfinger is like my favorite band. I hey, love, thanks, man. I love you, man. Um, my question is, uh, recently, well, I've been going out with my girlfriend for about five months, and recently we, we just became sexually active. And I've been noticing that lately after sex, I've been having a lot of gas. And Drew, I, I was diagnosed when I was about 12 with non-tropical sprue. Really? Yeah. And wow. I, I think I rented that last weekend. No, oh, that was, that was a... tropical sprue. I was different. Thank you, Mike. See, now you're on top of the drum kit. I've never seen sprue other than in very old people. Uh, non-tropical sprue, anyway. Which sprue is, is basically a disorder of the small bowel where the... the uh, lining doesn't function properly and uh, people don't absorb normally and they get a bad diarrhea. Yeah. Chronic. It could be Darren's problem, too. Because I have that problem. And you it know? could be a lot of gas. All the time. How do, how do you get sprue? Uh, there's debate about it. I mean, there's a tropical yeah. sprue and there's Whipple's disease and there's non-tropical sprue and probably an autoimmune type thing. Are you a real doctor or just a love doctor? Yeah. <laughs> I love when people ask that question. Would this, would this have anything to do with it? Are you still troubled by it? <clears throat> What, the, uh, Are you on like a gluten-free diet and all that kind of business? Oh yeah, yeah, I try to be. Okay, so I mean, the the way they control spur is by altering the diet, and it tends to help um, decrease the activity. Well, what so are no, no bakito moss? No gluten. Uh, what are foods that are high in gluten? Like breads. Yeah. Pizza. Oh, pizza. oh that's a deal breaker. So. All right, so so Dave, you get the gas after sex. Yeah. But it's worse than what you would have before sex or on a day you didn't have sex. Yeah. yeah. You know, the whole area down there, the muscle no. tone changes, Nothing. the blood supply nope. changes. That's not it. And what is it? Nerve gas. <laughs> okay. When guys are around women, especially when they think they're going to get sex, they get that nerve gas going. Mm. Like uh, the nervous gas? Yeah. I've had that on many a date. I get that before, during, and after. It sounds like something from Get Smart. Yeah. Well, it it, it is. Uh, Drew, go in the cone of silence there for a minute. <laughs> Let me just talk to the band. You go out to dinner... <laughs> 
and you have yourself a nice meal and then you go to a movie but you can't fart for like six eight hours if you're out on a good date especially if you make it back to the apartment and you're having sex this is a very long period of time true how often do people fart every uh, 20 minutes talking about you darren or well, the average person? how often does the average person break <laughs> wind really a day I, I heard it was like 15 times it's pretty yeah it's pretty frequent all right so the every point is every person really yeah it's fairly frequent Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, my mom farts 15 times a day. Probably 10, yeah, 15. Oh, she doesn't create ooh. the... Well, the your lovely. mom probably farts 7, 8 times a day, but you Straight fart. to I, your mom, Darren. How do you think you were born, Straight to your man. mom. <laughs> you know, your mom yeah. farted, you were born. That's, how that's, that's, that's not... Uh, Eddie humor in this band, isn't it? <laughs> you know, everybody knows that. You know the big, the big problem with... I mean, Dave's 16 years old, and you've been going out with this, this girl for five months, and finally kind of get it going on i mean i mean I, I think you have enough problems being 16 in your first or second sexual relate i mean this is a pretty big deal i'm sure for this this poor gentleman if you here. didn't fart in front of her in front of five months it's not a big deal you know what i mean yeah that's a question does she mind uh well i've been i mean i've been i don't know if she really knows i've just been trying to be discreet so sb was it sbd um uh, this uh, well, one of god's great uh, uh jokes is women have an extraordinary sense of smell right yeah Dave, all right, so Dave, yeah, have you had sex with any other women? No, and have you had sex often with her? Uh, about twice. Uh, mm hmm. And have you ever broken wind during the actual uh, sexual encounter? No, no, I've been lucky enough not to. You do it afterward, yeah. Let me tell you, it rules, yeah. Well, and really, uh, it's a gratifying feeling, <laughs> Dave. It's a release. Yeah. Here's what you need to do. You need to establish the gas in the relationship. Just go ahead and break wind. Get it, get it over with. It, it really is. It, you really have to do that. Do you guys all break wind in front of your girlfriends? Yeah, wives I mean, he's waiting five happened? months. I think that's a decent amount of time to wait. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not bad. And here's the, here's the deal, too. It's like, it's, let's say you go out to eat with somebody, and there's a garbanzo bean uh, from the salad that's stuck to their lip. Right? Now... Either you make your move and say, hey, there's something stuck to your lip real early on, or after about an hour and a half, you can't say anything. The garbanzo bean is there, because if you mention it while you guys are eating dessert and a garbanzo bean falls off, they're going to know it was from the salad, which was two hours earlier, and they're going to be pissed off. There, there comes a certain point when you can't do it anymore. You need to break win early in a relationship, is yeah. what I'm saying. The first month? I agree. There, no, there's a window. You can't do it on, let's say, the first through the eighth date. But eighth through the date. eighth, from the eighth to the twentieth date, that is the gas window. Then that's the time to crack the gas window. If you don't break wind after that, it becomes very weird. Uh, what, what if? What I if mean, the, if you do break wind after that. What if he's got the sheets over him, and he, the next time, and then I mean, that's 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 going to be the big problem for him. Is is, is 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 does he just let it go, or does he try and cover it up, or, you know, I mean, that's. That's uh, the place. Adam has perfected this technique. I'll tell you, there's a technique that I that I use, and people make fun of it because it is so simple, but it is like it is diabolical in its simplicity. Because I break wind, and I break wind loud, and I break it in proud. public and proud, and yet no one knows it was me. And here's how you do it. You blame on your girlfriend. You. <laughs> that's good. You put. <clears throat> If you clear your throat at the exact time that you break wind, they will never 
hear it, especially if you're facing the person. Now, this is even better because what you can do is have one of your buddies who you want to hear the fart behind you have a person you don't want to hear the fart in front of you and do the... <clears throat> and if you break wind the exact same time you do that, the person in front of you will never hear it, but the person behind you won't even hear you clear your throat. They'll you just a, hear the gas. I thought you had a special technique for your girlfriends where you sort of fanned the sheets. Oh, the Dutch oven? <laughs> no. I, yeah, but that's real advanced stuff. That's girl. like a torture. Yeah. That's a torture method. Yeah, that, that's not going to get away from it. I don't it, think girl. Dave's going to be digging that, that method. All right, yeah. so... Well, 16, and he's intimidated, and he's having sex, and he's nervous. All right, Drew, is there any... Can you take Beano or anything like that before? Uh, you know, there's not a lot of great things for that. Yeah, you can try Beano, you can try these things, but... Uh, it will decrease. I, I think the gas will decrease... Really, at the... It's, as it's, your nerves... Yeah, calm down a and little really, bit. as much as anything, there's a lot of dietary elements to it. And it, some people have the bacteria to produce methane, and if they do, they have to learn how to adjust their diet. But there is something to the nerve the gas, right? You Adam, get nervous. I, I, yeah, yeah. Have you ever lit? Oh I yeah, isn't it by greatest, ever. Isn't it the greatest invention on earth? Like the, just I lit. Brilliant? I I I've lit farts all the way to Las Vegas three or four times. All the way. I mean, through Baker and Driving? Barstow. Not actually behind the wheel, but in the back seat. No, I took a break at Zizix, Drew. That's right. I think it's for my Astros the line. For for flame? I, I had a really big one. All right, we'll see if we can. Do we have a lighter matches here? Because we'll see if we can I work something up. I don't have anything going on right now. No, not right now. But it smells it's a, like burnt cheeseburgers. It's a, uh, it does actually. <laughs> it's a two-hour show. Kitty. Hello. You're 20. Hey, my name's Keely, actually. Oh, sorry. I had a friend light a cigarette off of a fart that I lit. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I do not kid you. I, I think I may be one of the few impressed. people that's ever done that. Ask her if she'd be impressed with that. Kitty. I mean, uh, Keely. Yeah? Would you be impressed if I if I said that someone lit a cigarette from something that came from my behind? Definitely not. Oh. Sorry. Okay. I misjudged you. <laughs> there is a girl out there that would be impressed. If you can get a camel by you behind, man, you know, why not? Ke uh, Keely? Mm -hmm. What's going on? All right, here's my situation. I'm 20. My eldest sister... She's 33, and her husband's 35. They've known each other for about 10 years and been married for five years. Um, recently, he professed his undying love and devotion to me. Um, All right, so he's married, to married to your sister, sister and is, is coming after you. Yeah. And has known me since I was nine. Oh, beautiful. Okay, yes. good. Yes, this guy's Quite a winner. A guy, yes. Hold on a second, Keely. we got to go to break. Okay. We'll come back. We'll uh, finish up this call. We'll hear something from Goldfinger, and uh, we'll take care of everything. Loveline. Loveline, I'll be right back, and you'll be healed. Loveline. Naturally. Of course. Certainly. Absolutely. Blinds Galore will help you every step of the way from start to finish, measuring, picking the perfect blind or shade, and even installing it. They make it easy. You do it all from home. That's right. Don't have to leave the house. Don't go to any big box store and force yourself to deal with some salesman. Nobody has the customer service or selection of Blinds Galore. Plus, at BlindsGalore.com, you'll always get 100% custom. Everything is made just for you and your windows. They even have an expert customer care team standing by that can help you with everything from measuring to design advice, whatever you need. They start to finish. They'll take care of you. 
And it's whether you need more privacy, more dark to sleep, more dark to cool down, or just fix up a room, blindsgalore.com has, guess what, Blinds Galore. With free samples, free shipping, free customer service expertise, and prices that beat the big box stores, it doesn't get any easier than this. Go to blindsgalore.com today and let them know that Dr. Drew and Adam sent you. That is blindsgalore.com. Hi, this is Tony Bennett, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Hey, it is uh, Love Line. Boy, We're the back. Uh, boy, what a radio show! Yeah, Goldfinger's what, here. What do me and you, dude? That's fine. Simon, Darren, and it's John and are yeah, all yeah. here on, from man, Goldfinger, and uh, so is John's dog. All right, Drew, you in place there? It smells like a fraternity in there. Hey, oh, does it? I can't serious? smell anything. Yeah, it's There's not enough clove cigarettes. There's going to be some uh, <laughs> some wind broken sorry. before the night is out. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. We're going to hear something off of Hang Ups, Goldfinger's latest CD, in just a few moments. But first, we have to get back to... Keely, who is 20, has a sister who's 33 and a uh, brother-in-law is like 35, 38 who's or something. known her and, since she was nine is now coming on to her. Right. How long have they been married? They've been married about five years. He, what do you think of this guy? Uh, what a loser. He's a loser. The, the problem is I'm not concerned about myself. He's not, he's not a danger to me. He's not going to molest me. Right. He did a few things that were suspect, I think, when I was younger. Okay. I didn't catch on to them. It was yeah. nothing, no big deal. I'm concerned about her. Of course. What do you think of this guy, though? He's a lech. Um, after okay. he sort of revealed his lecherous spirit to me, I, I did a little investigating, and I turned up some other things that he had done. He he worked for my father for a short time, but he, he was so horrible and did such a lousy job that my father finally was forced, forced to, you know, let him go, and he was also chasing a secretary around the office. He hit on a family friend of mine who I confided to, um, about this, she said, yeah, you know, he tried to kiss me. Could you, so it's not you alone delivering this message. Could right, you... I think that, I think that it's more, it's less about him really liking me and more about something in their marriage. L- and... No, 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 it's, it's him, period. Right. It's not about their marriage. Their marriage it, is, is Well, important. he's in their marriage. Yeah, and it's important That's for the her point. that he, she, he's in that marriage with her. Right. Uh, to that extent, it's an issue of the marriage, but this guy is a is a a wholesale. He's nothing next to her. Darren, Darren handed me a note. He thinks it may be Rob Lowe. I think it's Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> right. uh, which one is it, Keith? But but the deal is, why don't you gather the people together that he has come after, and together confront your sister? Because if it's just you, she's going to blame you. It's going right. to be. Uh, you're going to be a good source of uh, well, Dallas defensive. Something's wrong with her, I, Keely's sister, obviously. For, yeah, but really, she, yes, I, but she may have an opportunity to get better. If so, I, if the reality doesn't come to bear, she's going to be stuck in this mess. I've, I've really have wrestled with this question. I eventually confided in my mother, and she she knew about the other stuff, and she knew he was a louse, and my father knew he was a louse, and now they know he's more of a louse. But she thinks that it's extremely important that she never knows that any of this concerned me and that n- that my sister never knows anyone in the family ever knew what a louse he was because she thinks that if if she does know that, she'll just never be able to live it down and she won't be able to turn to her family for support when she needs it. Uh, do they have any kids? 
What an empty thing. What an empty place for her to go. What's his name? What, what a pathetic veneer that you have to put up for her. And when she does actually turn yeah. to you, and God knows, then you may be able to feel that you should tell her. She'll be furious. What's his name? That however hey. long before you had not told her. I mean, Keely, what's this guy's name? I can't tell you his name. No, Make okay. up a fake name. Uh, Mike. Okay. Mike. Why? I'm just having fun. Just so you can refer to him? <laughs> no, just because uh, Darren likes to doodle. Okay. Darren likes his doodle. All right, so yeah, Keely. I put a big stake through his name and some blood. and Yeah, I have some very bitter feelings towards him. I, I don't like him at all, I, and he's at family functions, and he comes to my birthday. I, I, what, uh, how, how did you get so... Hey, hey, simmer down, Keely. How did you get so smart and your sister got so dumb? You know, I... I really think that she was a different person when she married him, and maybe she had some insecurities and whatnot, and this was a good relationship for her. And then she married him, and she became very successful. She's an entertainment industry exec, and he's just like this mm -hmm. worthless... She, she probably deserves it then. Oh, come on now. Come on, she's an exec in the entertainment field? Come on now. All right. <laughs> let, let, let's deal with the issue. All right. He, uh, and he's just, you know, he doesn't pull his weight at home, and he's just, he's gross, he's ugly. Uh, there, there is, there is, you know, it, it is one, is not totally unreasonable just to stay out of it, and let, and let it fall to whatever level it's going to go to, and let her manage it, and uh, be there when the, when the house of cards falls. However, I think the better thing is for her to know the truth of her reality. Well, I would. And to the extent that there are many people who witness this, uh, you might help her really uh, come to grips with what is going on if you well, uh, I like the uh, I like the old days when you can just put a hit on somebody just get well, some you, uh, you get some transient horse. who's coming through town give him 450 bucks and uh, you know dump his body by the it's river like Rambo type yeah. of thing good just strike well <laughs> not with uh, quite as nice a physique you know you don't want to draw too much attention to the transient really, but uh, uh, yeah drifter right Rambo was a drifter not a he transient was a drifter you're right here's the, the sheriff to your first blood here's the uh, <laughs> All right, uh, get ready with the mic, Engineer Mike. Here's the situation. We get these calls all the time. People not being able, best friends not being able to tell their friend that their boyfriend is coming on to them for fear that they'll turn on them. And uh, I don't like this. It's a very dangerous trend. Yes. I think best friends, I think the purpose, thank you, the purpose of best friends, uh, sisters, family members, brothers, the reason they're there is so they can confide in you I'm and so you. they can say to you, uh, hey, bro, or hey, sis, or yeah. hey, buddy, here's what I've noticed. And I'm not saying it for any other reason than this and, is what's happened. It's important for the person that is uh, giving the information not to be judgmental or not to expect there to be any specific reaction, but just to deliver the message and let the person deal with it as they will. That is to say... Don't say, hey, you've got to see this. You've got to leave that jerk. Just, hey, I, I got it. You do with it what you please, but here's what I've seen. Here's yeah, what happened. This is saying you got to kill the messenger. You know what That's I mean? That's right. Like, well, people tend to do that. I, I, have, I have friends I haven't told them half of what I should have just because I'm scared to hurt their feelings. You know what I mean? And I should have. You know, but I'm scared uh, of how, how they're going to take it It's just a paradigm for life, isn't it? You know, we do so much shrouding everything in... in uh, sort of veneers of good feelings and uh, hiding from people from issues that might trouble them. I mean, well, people, you know, it's uncomfortable and but, people but don't like to be involved just, with that. Uh, and I understand that. I'm just saying if it's something that's uncomfortable, like, uh, hey, your girlfriend's got a really wide ass or something like that. Don't say anything. No, that's, that's fine. not what he's talking about. No, but no. if it's something knows. that they need to know, right. She's tried to squeeze into that Miata. But if it's something they need to know, for instance, this person's cheating on you or, or yeah, what have yeah. you, then you got to get in. 
You gotta get involved. Like Adam, but, I but what if it, I mean, if it's hearsay, you know what I mean? Like you haven't seen it, you just well, this know it. Well, then here. you don't do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is you, like you don't spread rumors. No. But if if it's a first party okay. thing where they came on to you, then uh, Adam, you do it. Yes. If I told guilty? you my true feelings about you, it would make you <laughs> uncomfortable. No, I know how you no. feel about me. Oh, I, it would make me uncomfortable, Darren. I've known how you felt about me ever since you jumped up on the console and dropped your pants. I haven't done that yet, Darren. Today's a first. I see that up there, and it's it, it brings tears to my eyes. Right, the uh, I love you, uh, the Adam I love you sign that uh, Darren uh, scratched out. I think out this is the first time. Years ago. I, this is the first time out of four times I haven't put my ass on the window yet. Well, like I said, the night is young. <sighs> Thank All you right, for I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what we're going to do. That we're going to we're going to hear You're something welcome. off of the gold finger CD named Hang Ups, and uh, this one, and we won't talk about because we're run out of time. We'll just hear the song. This one is called This Lonely Place. No, that didn't oh, go out on the air. From uh, Goldfinger. Hey, I like that song. It's kind of, uh, uh. It, you know, that'd be a good, I don't know why, but it'd be a good um, theme song for a sitcom. Yeah, it's like the ba no, background, ba ba background ba ba for Love American Style. <laughs> yeah. Would it be a sitcom called uh. This Lonely Place? Yeah. I see. Okay, we were yeah. asked about the dissing thing earlier. Maybe the new Tony Danzig show. Did, did Green Day diss on us? But now I have a pretty good feeling that that's a diss. If we're going to no, be no, background no. music to Love American Style. I don't know. No. That's a good thing. No. Is that no, a good I was thing? Just now you piqued thing. everybody's interest. And what is no, how no, Green Day I'm, diss? I'm, they should be the theme to the new Tony Danzig I show. Adam, Mike. The next call Mike, is going to be dirty. Okay, Mike. We have to. What we need to do is have a tape recorder running when we're on commercial breaks or song stuff. Because the conversations that go on in this room are unbelievable. Darren's wibbled. And nobody around. would believe me. I want to have really a paper. You really need to make a CD of it. Uh, actually, That's fine. We, I, just we, want, I want living proof of what goes on in here. We do have one of those from uh, what was the band we had? Sneaker Pimps. Sneaker Pimps. Uh, yeah, why don't you find that one, Engineer Mike? We'll I erased that a long time ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, Why'd you erase it? I why do we Mike. need it? Listen, Tardo, you're telling me you don't have the Sneaker Pimps? No. Oh, please. Mike, I you're, want, Mike, I want you're a, an attractive guy. I want a lot. You are. I'm <laughs> right, sexually listen. attracted to you. Thank you, Darren. All right, I got to go yell at Engineer Mike. Um, uh, what'd you race it off of, Mike? What was it on that you needed to make room for it? Was it on a disc a or something? Magnetic tape. I just don't have it. It was on the computer. I don't have it anymore. All right. I didn't think you'd need it anymore. Get a bigger computer. Is that like one of those um, hippie crystal bag things? No, it's, a, for your it's an alcohol thing. No, it's a Crown Royal sack oh, I put around my I mic. I should have known that. All right. Um, I like that. The show's sad. spinning out of control, so we're going to go to break. When we come back, Darren is going to pick the next call, and he promises because it'll be a dirty one. None of these are dirty. All right. Well, we're looking for dirty calls then for Darren, okay. but Darren will pick the next one anyway, and we'll be back with Goldfinger. Meanwhile, on the other love line in the parallel universe. Our guest today is a bear. Oh, and watch out for Earl the Human Clam. Both love lines will be right back.
Tricom, Mike. Yeah, Tricom. Great product. That's right. It's uh, more effective at reducing itch than 1% hydrocortisone, which is the usual topical story that you can get over the counter. That's the way people typically use, right? That's what they typically yeah. use. And I want to remind people, always make sure if it's something in any way out of the ordinary, be sure to see your doctor, see a dermatologist, to make sure it's not a derm or medical problem because the skin can express underlying medical conditions. But if it's just plain old winter itch, winter skin, this Tricom can really be very effective. You can also use Tricom in the warmer months on bug bites, poison ivy, sumac, and other skin irritations. And there is the Tricom money-back itch-free guarantee. If the user is unsatisfied, they mail back the empty tube for a full refund, Mike. Yeah, and and you listen, you probably already have two to three of these anti-itch products in your medicine cabinet already. Mm-hmm. And, and they're just not going to get the job done the way... That Tricom is. So turn to Tricom. Look, money-back guarantee. I mean, come on now. That's right. Even if they are as effective as Tricom, hydrocortisone has a bunch of side effects you may not be aware of. And this will give you the same itch relief for winter skin as the hydrocortisone without the side effects. And it works quickly and the relief lasts, okay? So Tricom. Tricom is your stuff. That's right. Be sure to get Tricom and remember the itch-free guarantee. If you're unsatisfied, mail back the empty tube for a full refund. That is Tricom. Hi, this is Clive Barker, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla. 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 Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. You're really craving. I'm so craving. <laughs> I know. So need a cigarette. Uh, those are the guys from Cracker, weren't they at the end? No, Filter. I know. I know it was an R at the. Uh... Was Filter? Cracker. Cracker. Filter. I like Cracker. How about a filter of crackers? All right. Uh, Goldfinger's here tonight. That would be John, Simon, and Darren. Dillwood. The funny one. Darren's the funny guy. You can call him Dillwood. That's what he's, <laughs> doing. he's really... Uh, I'm pretty funny. <laughs> if, if, if Oscar Wilde could play the drums... <laughs> it was Oscar Wilde. Exactly right. Oscar Wilde. Well, yeah. Thank you. I'm like... Salome's last dance right here on the drums. He, Darren's so ups, upset about any any time anybody... He's so homophobic. I'm not homophobic. Yes, you are. Yeah, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm self-loathing. Okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he is actually a self-loathing homosexual. Like yeah. he's not out of the I'm closet yet. I'm hurt that you would say I'm homophobic. Yeah, you, were, no. you asked me a question off the air. That, I just, that... I just don't. I, I fear gay people. I'm not homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It was a joke. And it's not a funny. Joke. Darren. You're a so joke. I'm smart too. Nobody who's homophobic, homophobic, <laughs> homophobic. <laughs> Drops his pants as much as Darren does in the company of men, strange men. Okay, okay? that is a good what, argument for you not true. being What did homophobic. he ask you today about? What did he ask you? Like, he could. Have, I, don't, I don't want to divulge any. We can't get into that. Drew, I'm hurt. Go ahead. Go I ahead. We're friends, man. Go ahead. Tell him about your sticky bicky party. Okay, Drew. Please be honest and with I, me. And I will. Uh, yeah, sure. And you guys I, have, like, I jerked off in a room with two other men watching a porno, and all we're doing is watching a porno. All three with, of you are watching a porno. Watching a porno. We were drunk, and we were watching a porno with with this girl having sex, and she was like the big thing at the time. Her name was Christy Canyon, and she but was that hot. Was brand, you know. Jesus Christ, I may have been one of those guys. Christy Canyon. She's got huge, <laughs> I really you know, may have been. She's pretty, and, and we're drunk, and we're, we're masturbating. Am I homosexual now? No. How long ago was, was that? Was that a homosexual okay. experience? Does no. that display homosexual He's experience? He's a no. doctor. No. I think it does. No. I... Oh, okay, you're a doctor. Drink another Heineken. He's a doctor. I'm Dr. Heineken. That's me. <laughs> no. I... But he does seem a little defensive about the notion yeah. that it possibly because could be. Because the whole, my whole band's like, you're out. gay. You're gay. Just realize it, Darren. You're, you're gay. I'm like, I just, 
you know, I didn't make out with any guys. Well, I didn't touch any let me, wieners. Let me ask you about this experience for just one wait, moment. Wait, wait, wait. One of your friends, didn't he say, I'm going to come? And, and then you watched. Like, then you looked over what? and saw him ejaculate. deal. So that what? is a big deal. I have right. not had that experience. I didn't and touch I think it. Actually, I didn't help him ejaculate. Look, I think it's great for you. If, if you that's may the way helped. you are, then Hold that's on. a good thing for you. Darren, you may have God. helped in, inadvertently by just, you know, your presence. You never know what he was into. <laughs> there, there's nothing sexual about me like that would turn a man on, ever. Well, here's Darren the, was like, let me get it. Let me wipe I'm it up. Here's the big question. Who ate the cookie at the end? <laughs> Simon did. Oh, okay. Simon wasn't no. there. That was Simon's thing. Here's the big question. Were there other places in the house one could have went to view Christy, or no. was it a necessity that uh, y'all right had there, to go in right the same then, room? Couldn't you have waited to go home to do it? It like, was my house. You have to do it in front of your friends. <laughs> it was like, my house. Like, Can you have kicked him out and said, "Look, it's my porno. I want to get down." Like, <laughs> really? I mean, I don't know. It's, it boggles my mind. Okay. I'm a very open guy. Uh, it uh, it it sounds Drew, a little. Drew, no, deviant. no, please, Drew, please help me out here. Come on. Please. Nothing to do with homosexuality. It boggles my mind too. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with homosexuality. Where's the drum roll, man? Jason. Yeah. You're 20. This is dirty. You're on with Goldfinger. All right. How you guys doing? Hi. What's up, man? I'm gay. Is there anything wrong with that? <laughs> Sorry. I, I just got be. a couple of quick questions here. Um, you mentioned something before about you guys coming to Colorado. I'll possibly see you in Boulder or something. Us. Yeah. Yes, we're coming. Us? We're going there. Darren, maybe. Just don't no, put around, corners there, on. Uh, around there. Uh, <laughs> where, where are we going? I have no idea. And where are we going? You mean Goldfinger? Where are we going to Colorado? What date? Are you talking about Goldfinger or, or Loveline? Or Adam Love and Drew. Yes. We'll be there the 27th. 27th of uh, We don't know month. what month. This, this month? month? 27th of Are October. you serious? Yes, we're going to Colorado this month. Oh, you got so much nerve going to Vegas. What? And then you're going to Vegas at the end of the month? Vegas, Colorado? Dude, that's a vacation. <laughs> You're so, uh, you're nervy, Drew. With I'll what? tell you that. You nervy. With what? Nervy. We're broadcasting from Colorado. Oh, we are? We're not taking the night off. Oh, okay. Drew's not so nervy. All right, Jason. Yeah, yeah. we'll be there. Okay, um, I have a question about the birth control pill. Yeah. Uh, how exactly does that work? Does it prevent an egg from being uh, yes. like matured and yes? Can I take a it, shot at this? It basically yeah, let Darren. Do All right, this. then then hang this on, Jason. Great. And if I'm wrong, I want to be corrected. Yes, I will. I think it fools me. the body that you're pregnant, yes. so it doesn't... That's a good way of thinking about it. It basically yes. makes the Where's woman's applause? body believe it's pregnant <laughs> by, by changing the, the the levels of the hormone in such a way as it mimics pregnancy, and it prevents the egg from maturing and releasing. Interestingly, I read an interesting thing this week, I think it was in the New England Journal, that uh, we've been talking a lot about the post-coital contraception, the morning-after pill. Right. And we have been talking about 86? it, and I always thought it was something that prevented implantation. But this one article I read argued very strongly that it doesn't really interfere with implantation. So it is not an abortive agent. It doesn't cause abortion. It actually interferes with ovulation. Now, I, now this is, I'm not sure, I'm not clear this is fact. It's still theory. But the whole argument around it being an abortive agent appears to be invalid. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the, the reasons for not... the vagina and the ovaries and everything so we can figure out what you do <laughs> like that. Drew does, you know what John Madden does on the football games? Yeah, with a pen and Drew a screen. does that with the vagina. It has to be an abortive agent, at, though, if it... Is that a vagina? No, that's a fallopian tube. Be pregnant, right? All right, so what Drew... Uh, that's a good fallopian tube. It's either He's either drawing a vagina or a uh, longhorn steer. Like, <laughs> that's a, you're, uh, I, think that's, I think that's Jumbo Jovi's tattoo right there, actually. <laughs> All that's right. the cervix. That's All a fallopian right. tube. All right, so this is the fallopian tube. These are the ovaries sitting up And the ovaries are up there. Yeah. Okay, so the egg, what, drops down the fallopian tubes? Right. All right, and what is the uh, what is the morning after pill do? It prevents the egg from maturing and releasing. 
Uh huh. So it doesn't even drop. It doesn't even drop. We, we had thought, and I had thought, that it actually prevented the implantation in the uterus, and it may do some of that, but the primary thing appears to be the ovulation. All right. Is this answering and, 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 the, and the pill. No. And well, and, that, and this is also how the pill is supposed to work when taken properly. The, let, let's be clear about this. It's got to be taken every day at the same time with no other medications concurrently. Uh, and the morning after pill are going to be taken within 48 to 72 hours after an unprotected sexual encounter, and will be very effective in preventing pregnancy. This is, this is for men, right? No, or for women. For women. Oh. Unbelievably a, bad for the woman's body, though. Both of those things. No, no, no. Well, the morning after pill is. Uh, makes them nauseated, but yeah. it's not bad at all. It turns but this out. is an RU486. I heard you can only take the morning after pill like twice in your life, and it, and after that you're pre you could be. Infertile, maybe. No, no? absolutely Jesus, not. I don't know nightmare. where that came. Basically, it's just a birth control pill. You take two pills a day. That's it. Really? That's all. Right? That's it. That's the deal. But you're not. You're not thinking RU486. RU486 is the same pill, isn't no, it? No, 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 no. We're talking well, about okay, well, when I grew up in New, in New Zealand, that RU486 RU is was the money after pill. It's different here. Okay. We don't have that yet. We probably will sometime. But this is now an RU486. I'm not. I have not used, so I'm not terribly. I have any facility with using it. You may be correct in so far as that goes. Uh -huh. But in terms of using what we have here today, it's just overall or low overall, the morning, the, the, the plain old oral contraceptive pill taken in double or quadruple dose, depending on which pill you take, for three or four days, and that's it. Wow. And not really that bad for the woman's It makes body. it nauseated, but it is not bad for the woman's Really? Body. What a great part wow. of sex is Get, nausea. Getting pregnant makes you nauseated, too, the skunk. <clears throat> yes. Hey, you're Such 19, you're on with Goldfinger. Hey, what's up, Goldfinger? Hey, hey what's up, man? Hey, how are all you guys doing? Yo, 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 yo. Hey, you guys already came to uh, North uh, Northern California here just about, what, two weeks ago, huh? Palo Alto and uh, Petaluma? In Sacramento. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys played a show, Open Up for No Doubt, like August 96, here in Modesto, where I'm from. And uh, what is it going to take to get you guys to come back out to Modesto? Ten million dollars. Ten million dollars? No, I'm kidding. I'd love to do a show there again. Oh, just, man, uh, I, I just think you guys know. are the raddest band. Just and... get a big party with all your friends, bro, yeah. and a good porno. Exactly. And a porno, and Darren I'll be there. Okay. You know me, man. Hey, hey, and Darren, it's, it's like coming out months or whatever, week or something like that, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't mind. I, I, I will masturbate in front of men. I don't care. Do you? Um, well, you did in Modesto. Just not tonight, okay. Yeah. Did I do it in Modesto? Huh? Did I do that? Is that where it happened? Stood up right there behind the drum set. I think I tucked it, though. <clears throat> Oh, you did the penis tuck? I, I did the penis tuck. and did the. He, I was Mariah Carey then. For those uh, of you who don't know it, did, Darren is famous for his sexual onstage antics. He uh, stands up on the drum it's more kit like there. Infamous, I it's, would it's say. Not, yeah. But it's not really sexual. Do you, I mean, is what's sexual about it? A bunch of hair and don't even know what else is really going <laughs> yeah. on. Just a bunch of hair. A couple of crabs and some hair. It's not really that oh. sexual. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I got the crab. I got the crabs. To, I killed them. I got a tank, and they're all done. All right, next call. All right. Darren, did you did you have crabs seriously? I had crabs once, yes. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. No, how'd you kill him? Well, it was a nightmare, but I got rid still of him. got him. Like Do you know uh, which guy stuff. you caught him from? Or? <laughs> no. It was a guy named Paul. I think I think you're seeing him now. <laughs> Terry. What did I say? Hello. Terry, you're 17. Terry. Hi. You're on Hi, Terry. How are you doing? Hi. Hi. I love oh, you. Oh my God. Wait, I'm 17. Who are you? Ah. What are you talking about? Uh -huh. See, Simon's, my girlfriend. Simon's wife is called. Is You're named complete. Terry. I don't know your girlfriend. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, she's lying, dude. No, I have a really serious question. I want to ask Dr. Drew really bad. Who? I don't even know you guys. Goldfinger, do you guys even know who Goldfinger is? Terry, you're a loser. She's so. No, come on. I know. She's she's so her eye. Oh, well. How many beers I wanted to ask a question, but it won't work. All right, what do you want, Terry? Uh, never mind. All right, good. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go back to the uh, Dukes of Hazard reunion they're showing on TNT. All right. I watch. I, I do. I watch that. Yeah, I did too, actually. Fan. Yeah, I please. actually am too. Do, do you like the new Dukes? The new Bowen yeah. Luke? Where their cousins come in town, they drive the blue car. Phoenix. Oh, yeah, that's right. Phoenix? No, no, we gotta get a dirty one, man. Well, this somebody's been on hold for three nights in a row. Phoenix? Oh, for Christ's sake. No wonder they've been on hold for three nights in a row. And what are you counting the weekend? All right, well, they're not talking. What do you want me to do? Phoenix? Hey, Anne, quiet. I'm going to the breaks. Ann's yelling in my ear. I go to Brian. Phoenix. <laughs> That's good radio. Hold on, I want to tease one. Brian? Yeah. You're 17. Hey, what's going on? All right, I'm going to read what it says about you, and then we're going to go to break, and All when right. we come back, we'll deal with you. Ex-girlfriend wants to be friends just for sex. What to do? Oh, boy. What a, what a quandary. I can answer a, that question. What a dilemma. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you Darren's advice. Invite two of your buddies over and have a big whack-off. Give me right. Darren's number. Right. <laughs> That's funny, Adam. All right. <laughs> All right. That's funny. Now, Darren's a big and hairy man who could probably have his way with me sexually if he was really bent on it. So um, I'm not going to antagonize him anymore because he's getting drunk. Don't tease me, Adam. We'll be back with uh, Darren and the rest of Goldfinger and uh, Brian after this. This is Dr. Drew for True Car. Everyone is talking about transparency these days, a word you hear a lot because people want it. So when it comes to making a big purchase, like perhaps buying a new car, you expect some transparency in the buying process. This is a process that gives you the confidence to know you're getting the fair deal, right? So you can really look at all the details. To understand the power of transparency, you need to check out True Car and True Car's mobile app. True Car not only can configure the car you want how you want it, but you can see what others actually paid for the same car you're looking for. Down to the zip code, so right in your area, you see the very same car. So you know what you can expect to pay for the car you want. Pretty transparent, right? And once you decide on that car, you can lock in guaranteed savings on an average over $3,000 off MSRP. Then you're connected with a trusted True Car certified dealer that will honor your savings without any negotiation, no shenanigans. So when you're ready for a new, transparent car buying experience, save time, save money, and never overpay. Download the True Car app today. It is the Love Line. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. Tonight's guest is Goldfinger, and we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Love Line on Radio Station. All right, the show is Loveline, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Darren is uh, AOL. M-I-A. Or M-I-A. AOL. AOL. <laughs> Wait a minute. A-O-L. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. AWOL. Yeah. AWOL. A, yeah. What'd I say? AOL. A-W-O-L. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Let's go back to be drinking beer. No. All right. Brian. Yeah. So. All right. Um, first of all, Goldfinger, you guys kicked Conan O'Brien's ass. <laughs> yeah, we did. That was cool. Huh. You guys see that? 
Yeah. No, I remember. I, I, when did you do the Conan O'Brien? I'll bring. Show? I'll bring in the video. It was next like time. a year ago, and we, and we almost killed him. And yeah. That was Darren's fault, of course. So. Cool. Right, but yeah. I remember talking well, about I, it last time. Really nice guy. Didn't, Great guy. Didn't deserve it. Very forgiving. Hey, um, Adam. Yeah. You gotta get Danny Aiello on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he plays by his own rules. He does. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think we could book him because he he, he wouldn't know he he wouldn't show up on time right, or anything. Plays his own rules. Plays by his own rules. So Brian, what's the deal here? So your uh, girlfriend, what is it she actually said to you? Oh, um, we were going out for about a week, right? right? This was what do you Hold mean? Hold on, I smell I smell snacking trouble. Don't don't eat that Twix into the mic there. Okay. Yeah. The, the, you went put out it, for a week. Put and it in your week, ass and let your body absorb the nougat slowly. <laughs> after a week, you guys considered yourselves boyfriend girlfriend. Mm-hmm. One week. Yeah. All right. Then okay. what happened? Wait a second. I gotta switch phones. <laughs> All right. Huh? Yeah. Wow, that was fast. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thing is, we're going out for a week, and she was kind of a rebound at first, because um I was going out with her best friend, mm-hmm. and then um. Her best friend broke up with me, so her friend who wanted me, like, um, got with me, right? Uh-huh. So, um, Explain after a week, we had sex, and then, um, the next day she called me up, she said she just wanted to be friends, but the next day, when I saw her, she was, like, totally all over me, and all that stuff, I said, wait, we're just friends, so... And what did she say? She said, I know, but she, like, kept doing it. No, she doesn't want to just be friends. Yeah, I know, but she won't get back together with me. Because she's afraid of how that's going to impact on her friend? Um, I don't know. She's had, like, a pretty bad life mm. so far. And I'm, like, I'm a pretty good guy. So. Yeah. What's your question? My question? Um, should I keep doing it? Should I keep no. having sex with her? No, or should no, I? no. That's not good for her. Not good for her? I mean, it may be, may be fun for you, but you're you're harming somebody in doing that, I think. But I, I mean, she, you're just reinforcing her lack of self-worth, and it's kind of an abusive quality to uh, to conducting yourself in that way in relation to this person that doesn't know how to have an intimate relation. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's like all I ever, all she ever wants to do when we get together is just totally sexual, yeah. and not really um, sort of going out, you know. You like to be told you're pretty once in a while, right, Brian? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, instead of just uh, treated like a, uh, you know, a six-foot sub. <laughs> Six-foot-four. This is a nice move, Darren. Thank you. Darren rammed the console. He's, he's... All right, Brian? Yeah? She's had a kind of effed-up childhood? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so she's got troubles. So you're so, just sort of playing into that. You're, you're reinforcing. Yeah, it's going to be hard for you because she has such poor boundaries, but if you can be, that's fine. But try not to continue in this way because it's not good for her. Well, guys have no resolve at all. Yeah. Guys will go, listen, we're just friends. Uh, how about I give you a quick blowjob? Okay. <laughs> but just one. All right, now we're back to being friends. Uh, how about some quick sex? Okay. You know, guys guys don't stick to the uh, we're just going to be friends thing very well. Women, uh, women are much better at that. All right, so... Uh, what? Darren, what I'm saying is... is he is going to tell her, we're just going to be friends. And they're going to try to conduct the relationship that way. But you know she's going to come over and throw sex. herself at him. Right. And he's not going to put up too big a fight. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it's not good for her. I think we all do sit down. Right. Okay. Chris, you're 16. Hey, Adam. Hey, Drew. Hey, 
Goldfinger. Hi. Uh, hello. Um, I'm calling. I've been a long-time listener. I really love the show. You guys are both providing a great service. You What's know, going on, Chris? What can we do for you? Okay, well, the basic thing is, today my parents found something in my sister's room. Okay. It was some type of drugs, we assume. Yeah. And because they have no understanding, they don't know much of anything about this, they turned to me, and I was not familiar with what it was. So I thought I'd see if you guys could help me identify it. All right, what was it? Picture it was sort of um, brownish, a little bit like mud, in terms of what it looked like. I'm going with hash. Hash or, or heroin. It, was, it wasn't hash. How do you know it wasn't hash? Because I've um, seen hash before. See, it, it's a real double-edged sword when your folks bring drugs in your room and ask you if texture? you've seen it before. What was the texture? Yeah, I, well, what I said was I would, I, I, I didn't really, you know, know uh, I would. Yeah, it's a good answer. If you pull out a stiletto and poke it into the bag and then uh, put a little on your upper gum and go, yeah, that's smack, uh, street value, your parents <laughs> are going to get, if you pull like one of those McGarrett things, your folks are going to know you're into the drug scene, too. What was the texture? What? Was it sticky? Was it? It, it, was, it was not sticky, no. It was, it was reasonably powdery. Brown powder? It, 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 so was, it wasn't diarrhea. We can roll that out, I guess. I'm going with uh, chicken bouillon. <laughs> <laughs> does she, uh, does yeah, she drink dude. a lot of soup, Chris? What? No. Okay. <laughs> Do parents you, forbid bullion? How old is she? Um, she is 14. Do you think she's into drugs? Um, I didn't. I didn't used to, but I am. She's sort of become very withdrawn from she, everyone. She wearing a lot of black and black fingernail polish, that kind of thing. Oh well, yeah. Missing that Susie, house, Susie Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Do you say yes to that? Yeah. She, Why don't you ask her? Coming like that, and um, she's um, also uh, burns an amazing amount of incense, etc. Mm. Does she listen to Grateful Dead? No, she does not listen to the Grateful Dead. What's she listen to? Clown um, Love? She listens to. Insane Clown Posse? Uh, <laughs> do you know those guys? I only saw them play the other day. Oh, really? They were on the show. They it's the most bizarre thing ever. They do rule. They throw soda in the Insane crowd. soda pop posse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this guy scared the crap out of me. They came on the show like three weeks ago What's wearing full uh, wrestler's mask. They beat the crap out of Darren, actually. Yeah, they beat the crap yeah. out of me. What? Yeah, they're big guys. I walked up to them, I go, great show, and they pummeled me. Yeah, they're big, <laughs> with, scary with, guys. With, with Jolt Cola. No, but it's weird they because the they, the they, sing along to, uh, they sing along to a dad. They don't actually sing, really. They sing on top of their own vocals. Trade they're secrets. Talent, the whole thing right? is Trade to secrets. bring 7-Up on the crowd. They're yeah, talented it, musicians. It's some sort of cheap soda that's uh, yeah. indigenous Fargo to upstate New York. It's like or RC Cola from. or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 All right, Chris. Fago. It's Fago. Fago. That's it. Fango. How, it wait, how old's his sister? 14 and how old's he? 16? 16, yeah. How, what's his and name? And he, he's not tight enough with her to ask straight yeah, out without the say, parents? I mean... She, she wouldn't be very well, open. Yeah. They're 14 if you mean too. This is, where, this is yeah. where the home drug screening kits would really come in nice and handy. I mean, the, the, the what? Well, there, there's all this uh, discussion <laughs> about like, giving parents access to in-home drug screening kits and you know it'd be nice to be able to do that i uh, got a mature solution okay darren okay. has a solution chris, chris. this is really uh, just pull her aside and say look i'm not gonna tell mom and dad what what the hell is this yeah but if she's strung out in heroin chris do not uh pass go do not collect 200 dollars. get her to help immediately because at 14 if you're actually using heroin it's clever a, it's a big deal mm -hmm. all right but what's brown drew anything i'm thinking snuff you know that tobacco stuff you mean like dip or snuff. You can buy no, that at like Rite Aid. Sniff. 
Yeah, but girls I, are I don't know young what, goth chicks I aren't into snuff. I don't know what. I don't know. Taco Bell burrito. You never know. Marilyn Manson doesn't uh, doesn't snuff. Although I deal with a lot of addicts, I don't see the chemicals that much. I don't know what brown heroin looks like, but I often hear people talk about that. So that's what I'm worried that you might be into. Ed, you're you're are 23. You sure it's not Maybe we should watch Train Spotting. We're moving on. Ed. Hey, how you doing there? Good. Hey, uh, okay, briefly, I've been dating this lady. She's a waitress at a bar. Uh-huh. Uh, I got her a job working with me, and I'm uncomfortable with her now because I tried to impress her with all my money. And now uh, I'm in a very uncomfortable situation. I don't know if I should uh, start dating her or not. How much this uh, guy is an asshole. Hold on, Drew. Now, hold on. How much money do you have? Well, I usually go in there with 100 bucks in cash, and I tip her a lot to try to impress her. Mm-hmm. Now I got her a job working with me in a very uncomfortable situation. She's a waitress? It, yeah. yeah. D- describe this waitress for us, would you, uh, Ed? I don't know. She's just a plain girl. She's uh-huh. not bad looking. No uh, unusual. Uh, Does she work at seventy trademarks or anything on her? Yeah, butthole size of a mason jar. Yeah. <laughs> I he, knew it. Did he say what I thought he said? <laughs> yes. Oh, did he hang up? Yeah. Oh, you bastard. Oh, that's no. Uh, this guy from uh, Tucson. Actually, when I went to Tucson and uh, did a little radio over there, what was that? About a year and a half ago now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I ran into this guy, big fat loser, uh, sort of uh, wearing a wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey, and uh, wasn't a drummer and Goldfinger, was it? No, no, different big fat loser. <laughs> and he had uh, anyway. The guy calls the show about once every six weeks, seven weeks, and he she, works in the phrase. She had a butthole the size of a mason jar. <coughs> that is his catchphrase, and he'll work that into every call. Sherry actually picked up on his voice and said, I think I got this guy line. Put, I put me on. I knew it in two words. It was that Right. Guy. So why'd you put again. him on then? Just, just to let it go this Just time. wanted to hear him just say. Just to get the phrase, she had a butthole, butthole the size yeah. of a mason jar on the air. Yeah, but see, usually it usually takes four or five minutes to get to that. This time I sort of sped it no, up. No, no, by... no. Also, Sherry coached him. I told Sherry to make sure that he kept the call to a minute. This oh, guy right, is yeah. high as hell, laughing his ass off. No. Somewhere. Now he's crying. He's crying in his one-bedroom apartment in Tucson. Wearing his tidy whities He's crying, <laughs> he's masturbating, and he's, uh, he's... Waiting for Darren to come around. Launching some sort of plot to stalk somebody from Baywatch. <laughs> that is this this kind of guy. But, hey, if he wants to if he wants to call in and talk about buttholes the size of mason, mason jars, that's fine. What, what is a mason jar anyway? Mason jar is like one of those jars with the, with the sealable, resealable uh, lid on it. It's got right. the metal thing on it. Yeah, Grandma put preserves. preserving jar. Yeah, I pulled yeah, one yeah, under yeah, your mom's yeah. butt one, Simon. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah, you wish. You're 14. Hi. Hey. Um, okay, first of all, I love you, Adam and Drew, and I love you, Goldfinger. All right, Aww. thank you. Are we done with the call? That's great. <laughs> thank you. Okay, um, the question is, if you had sex with a person, you don't have AIDS, and you used protection, would you get AIDS? If you used condom? Yeah. You might not. I mean, it's, you not, probably a, wouldn't, it's right? not a safe thing to do, but you... you I mean, I have cared for patients uh, who continued to carry on a sexual relationship where one of the partners had AIDS and they were able to prevent the transmission. It's a risk. Anytime there's body fluid, I mean, even kissing is a potential risk. But if people are careful and if you use safe sex techniques, or in this case you're really asking about risk reduction measures, you can you can substantially reduce the risk. Yeah, but odds are, and I hate to uh, well, send has, a, a da- asked, dangerous no, message, asked, but listen. What if the person had awesome. AIDS? And you used a condom. That was the question. Right. Odds are if you had sex with someone who had AIDS, you wouldn't even get it even if it was unprotected if you did it once. Am I right? Right. Odds. Yep. Okay. 
Sarah? So go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get drunk and have sex. That's what Drew's saying. No, I'm not. If you mention Johnson, go for it. Why? What are you doing? I have back magic. Nothing. You're just curious. This information. Yeah, just curious. Okay. Okay, thanks. All right. All right, sir. Wow, that was pretty quick. Yeah, that was an easy one. Uh, Aaron, what's yeah. wrong with your pen, Drew? Is it no more? It's running out. Okay. Aaron, you're 19. You're on with Goldfinger. Oh, wow. Hi. Um, I basically just wanted to know when the next time they were coming to Northern California again. Because uh, I saw them at Palo Alto at the edge. I saw them at uh, Camp KME last year. Um, and that concert was really great. They, like, totally uh, threw the crowd into the show, and it was really good. Thanks, man. We, we physically threw the crowd yeah, into the show. Like, yeah, because you basically were, like, pissed off because all of us on the grass were just doing grass and just enjoying ourselves when we should have been enjoying the concert. How much like, you say doing grass? Wow. And I'm a fan of our band that actually uses that term. That's amazing. Doing grass. We'll be going there like late, late November, early December, I think. A lid. Two fingers. Yeah. It was a great show, and I'm glad you had a good time. They, yeah, we just went to Camp Kami, uh what was it, three yeah, or four yeah, weeks I, ago? Yeah, I got you to sign a condom and the little card that they were handing out. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh. Did we charge you? Uh, no. Oh, jeez, we got to talk to our manager. That, <laughs> that's one that got by. <clears throat> All right, Aaron. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Did they answer the question? Yeah, yeah late Simon did. November or December, around there somewhere. No, we won't. Do you know exactly which forum or uh, foundation we, 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 forum? Wonder Twin Powers. Activate. No, you know we're gonna play. We're gonna play San Francisco that, because we play Palo Alto this time. So actually, we may play the Cactus Club. I hope. So. Uh, the Edge. Okay. Well, I like the Edge too. So whatever. All right. So you may have to drive, Aaron, but not too far. Uh, well, I drove to the edge, and that... All right, I don't care where you <laughs> Hey, man, that's a fan, man. I love that guy, man. I don't need to check his mileage, though. I, he's a fan? That's good. He'll drive again. Uh, hey, you're 19. Hey, Robert, what? 30? Is it dirty? I don't know if it's dirty or not. Drew, what is this question? There's only, like, one call left up here. That's, they're, they're busily screening back there. Oh, they're trying to get some dirty calls for Darren? Uh, I guess. Come on, man. Robert? Yes. What's going on? Um, well, I'm uh, leaving for boot camp in about a week. And my girlfriend and I, we've been going out for about six and a half months. I took her virginity from her about maybe a month and a half, two months ago. Now she really likes, really enjoys that, really likes sex a lot. And I was just wondering if it would be too much for me to ask of her to, like, stay stay my girlfriend, like, not go out with anybody else while I'm gone. How old is she? I'm 16, almost 17. And how long have you been gone for? Six um, months. About six and a half months. Has she been, have you been faithful to her? Well, I sort of cheated on her twice, and then I've told her about both instances. Mm-hmm. Like, like a while ago. Get prepared. Be prepared. Because while uh, you're getting up at 5.15 in the morning because some guy's blowing a bugle and uh, doing push-ups <laughs> in a puddle of your own vomit, yeah. she's just going to be knee-deep in penis stateside. <laughs> oh. She is. Believe Thanks. me, it's payback That's time. True, man. It so is payback true. time. Simon knows all about that. Well... She had, like, a really messed up path. No, deeper now. Yeah. Um, Ooh. It took me, like, a while. I mean, for a long time, I was able to do everything, but I could not remove her clothes. Mm. I went to take her shirt off no. once, and she freaked. Yeah, because... And now um, she's comfortable being nude around. What what happened? Did, uh, would, like, Daddy take her shirt off or something um, way back step, when? Well, stepfather, stepfather. both uh, physical uh, and uh, attempted sexual. Okay. Are you, are you a troubled kid yourself? Would you consider yourself? No more than average. I'm, I'm just curious. What does I mean, that mean? Average in which country, though? <laughs> it's not fair to con compare average, the United States. I mean, why can't you just go to school or get a job at Starbucks or something? Why boot camp? I'm just... I'm um, just because I mean, a friend of mine didn't, uh, 
I've always liked the military, and he chose the hardest branch, so I had to do it and not let him outdo me. Peer pressure is on You talking about the wax? The what? Okay. Try to do a little uh, woman's army corps humor there, but oh, apparently okay. it's went right over to Robert's head. He's defending democracy. You're gonna do the uh, you're gonna do the Marines. Yep. Uh huh. And isn't boot camp like three and a half months or three something? Three and a half months. Then I'll be back for ten days, and I'm gone for another four and a half months. You ever see Full Metal Jacket? Great movie. Awesome movie. They tell us Great it's nowhere movie. near like that, but I don't know how much I believe that. I mean, now. the first hour of Full Metal Jacket <laughs> ranks up there with uh, the best hour of any movie. Uh, uh, Valley on. Girl, man, Valley Girl. Well, that's true. It is. It is. Uh, it does pale in comparison to Valley Girl. What about <laughs> Happy Gilmore? Didn't see it. Yeah. Oh my God! You haven't seen no, Happy Gilmore? Not missing anything. Robert. Oh, please. Yeah. Robert, you you screwed around on her twice. She knows about it. Yeah, I can't lie to her. Right, and You're she's done. had a troubled past. Very troubled. All right, so there's going to be some payback involved uh, here. But, of course, she kind of would look for somebody that would be like this. You know, Ooh. not available. Right. Wouldn't be faithful. Robert, you right. screwed around on her twice in six months. I just have a problem with when it's there and offered. I'm saying no is not the easiest thing. Who's offering you sex, seriously? Oh, actually, one of her friends and then a girl she doesn't know who is another virgin, too. Are they offering sex, or are you panhandling for sex? Um, both times were actually, um, offers. <laughs> well, that's really what most guys do. It's really, it's it's no different than the guy in front of the 7-Eleven. Uh, if I make a spare sex, how about a hand job? Uh, <laughs> oh, right, on, the way, uh, on the way out? Yeah, on the way out, <laughs> I'll get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robert, you deserve to be screwed around on. And you yeah. will be. And you will be. Well, she was a virgin when I met her. I just I don't know. That has nothing to do yeah, with you're it. Done. You're, you're done. You're done. You're done. Don't you're drag done. it on. Heidi. Be, be fair. <laughs> be fair to her because you're going to be gone. Is that the inside joke there? Dude, you're going to go to the Marines. You're going to have an out. Sorry, you're going to have a nice haircut. You're going to have a uniform, a gun. Chicks are going to be all over you. And right. when you get out, your girlfriend's going to be pregnant with somebody else's baby. Chicks, doesn't matter. Chicks. Chicks are dick guys in uniforms. It's That's true. Right. Fili and you're going to be Filipino you're gonna chicks. Uniforms. You're going to be yeah. waxing ecstatic. So just go for it. <sighs> all right. And, and, you know. The, I, I demand that this the guy fools through. around on her twice in six yeah, months, yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, but right. this is typical male behavior. Yeah. Then uh, he's going off the Marines. Yeah. Now to now he's going to pay for sex, and he doesn't <laughs> want her to do uh, any screwing around while he's gone. Uh, Michelle. Hi. Hey, you're 25. You're on Love Line with Goldfinger. Oh, hi, Adam. Hi, Doctor Drew. Hi, Michelle. Goldfinger. Hello. Um, I'm calling in. I don't have a problem. I was calling in because I called in about a year ago. Mm. And I had, um, I was really depressed at the time and was in a mar bad marriage. And I called in to talk to Dr. Drew to see what to do about my marriage. And I found out at the time, I guess, that I was in a, an abusive relationship. I didn't know it at the time. And after talking to you guys, I left my husband. And it's been about a year now. And I'm on my own. And I was just calling to tell you guys you're great. And your advice, I think you always give good advice, even Adam. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, it's lots of time. By the way, but Drew can... should listen to you guys. Drew, you could convince anybody they're in a, an abusive relationship, couldn't you? I'm in, I'm in one with you. Right, there you go. That reminds <laughs> sure. me, it's just, it's uh, swatting time. No, Michelle, great. Uh, everything, do you have kids or anything? Yes, two kids. Is that going okay? Mm-hmm, yeah, everything is great. How old are your kids? Um, I took my time out. Like right. you said too, yes. went to therapy. Great. And I've done everything you said, and I wow. think you guys have great, great advice. And it's hard at first to anyone who really not hard. The easy way, but, but it's best for your kids, isn't it? Yeah, everything's just best for me and best for my kids. How old are your kids? 
um, five and two. Great. So, but be careful with the next guys you bring around. Yeah, that's, that's why I went to therapy for yeah, a year and I took my time out. So. That's the next. That's the next sort of mistake we see people make is they bring guys in that are harmful to you and the kids, right. and you got to be real careful. Yeah, I wouldn't let any guy in the house. Ever? <laughs> no, we nope. get these calls all the time. Stepdad this, stepdad that. Yeah. You know, stepdad, here's what stepdads do. Here's what their basic agenda is. Um, beating and or molestation. Now, this is what all stepdads do. They come all in stepdads? Yeah. They You're come, stereotyping all stepdads. Uh-huh. We've okay. talked to every one of them. They come into the house. <laughs> they, they physically abuse the males, and they sexually abuse the females. This and is what they, they do. They get drunk and watch ESPN. That's right, in their underwear. Darren, you know what stepdads do. No, I've never had a stepdad. Darren may be a stepdad. I, I am just saying that a lot of these women, they've uh, had trouble past, and they get hooked up with, with guys that are uh, unscrupulous. And they get out of a bad relationship that they've had a couple kids in, and then they get off on their own for a few months, and then they bring another guy in. Well, this other guy, because uh, their antenna's a little bit bent, and they haven't found the right, you know, they're, they're not thinking straight. Michelle's getting treatment, though. so Right. Michelle's right. fine. I don't wish this on her. But they go out, and they find these other guys, and these other guys come in. It's like fair game uh, for the kids. It's not their blood. It's not their own kids. And they take it out on the kids a lot of the time. But, uh, well, one person we've helped, Drew. We've uh, sent thousands uh, <laughs> screaming to prisons and uh, sewers. <laughs> but uh, Asylums, prisons, gutters of and, and gutters. But uh, this is one we've actually helped. Drew? Hallelujah. Feeling pretty good about yes. yourself by now. Praise hail. All right. Uh, we'll be back with Goldfinger. We'll hear uh, a little something else from Goldfinger. And, uh, oh, surprise calls. Yeah, that's it. Drew, don't give me that look. This is good radio. If I were a potato, I'd have a hard time adjusting. Not just because I'd be a starchy vegetable that can't speak or move, but because people are trying to bake me and eat me. Eat me. Love line. We'll be right back. Eat me. Eat me. Check out this week's episode of The Big Podcast with Shaq as the Diesel catches up with the one and only Kim Kardashian. Well, you look happy, Kanye. Look happy. Congratulations on the baby. Hope he's a young, healthy, beautiful, sexy baby boy just like your husband. Kim, your family's been very, very publicly in the spotlight with everything going on around Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, you know what? It's definitely an adjustment. I think what we've learned in life through everything that we've been through is happiness is everything. And we're just really happy that she can be herself. The Big Podcast with Shaq. That's me. It's up right now at podcast1.com. That's podcastone.com. Yeah, this is Slash from Guns N' Roses and Snake Pit and etc. And you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, you is. It's about time uh, Slash come on the show again. Goldfinger's here tonight. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. The rest of the band is outside playing with the dog, but Darren is here. Darren? I have an important fact about the male body. Yes. About any body for that matter yeah. urine is sterile yeah. yes if you want to piss in your own mouth do it well because I, I, it's sterile I, I, mm, uh, we just learned that from dr Dre. yeah it's sterile it's not not necessarily good for you so but if sterile. you have a wound and you piss on it that's all right 
Well, it's it, uh, there's stuff in urine beside the fact that there's no bacteria typically. I mean, it's, it's chock full of carbohydrates, though, right? <laughs> Is it 12 grams of fat? Uh, here's the situation. Uh, Darren and I just used, used the men's room together. Together. Uh, and we all witnessed our overheard gay. shrieking coming out of the bathroom. Darren was uh, incensed when he didn't see me wash my hands on the way out. I said, listen, I touch my own penis. Uh, I'm used to touching my own penis. I think penis. my penis is cleaner than the door handle. Right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, why do you have to wash, wash your hands? Besides, besides the fact, I'm going for my own penis about every five minutes anyway, so it would be really redundant. I have a question. When you guys pee and you leave the bathroom and it's a push door when you have to push it open, do you push from the top? Do you ever never grab the handle? Yes. I, I, always the I avoid the handle whenever possible. Yeah. Yeah. If no. I have to pull it, I'll Because then if you're going to wash your hands, what, what, what the hell difference does it make? Because well, if, if some hands. guy peed and he didn't wash his hands, he grabbed that handle and yeah. some other guy... Airports, other guy. airports are the best because they have the, the sensitive thing underneath yeah. the... And some they, movie theaters. No doors cars. and they even have like the, the toilet thing that changes itself. I don't know. Right. Amazing what? stuff. Yeah. I used a Airports. Polish toilet hat. The, thing. the best thing in the bathroom is a Polish cowboy hat. Yeah, I used you know? a Polish cowboy That's hat. That's the best thing. Yeah, you make your own. Seat liner. I, I'm so, I, I, am, I am truly hmm. addled by Darren's cleanliness. I mean, this is the yeah. guy that pushes his rear end up against the window here. I like my yeah. fingers after, I, after I poop smell. to smell like yeah, ivory. You know what it's like? So it was, what, my it was, hair, you know, I have a hairy chest, big deal. It's like when you... Dirty. Oh, oh, quite down. It's like when you found out that Hitler was a vegetarian. Yeah. And you went, yeah. hey, wow. That's, uh, Animal lover. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> finding out that Darren, Darren killed washes a, his hands. killed hand. a fly yesterday on a window and just left it on his hand for about at least 30 seconds. It wiped off from well, his Well, I was in a car. How could I wash my hands? Well, he was he was sending that out as a warning to other flies. There was a fly. You know, how annoying is a fly in a car? Jeez, or it's so a annoying. Pad of paper into your hand. I don't know. Dave. Dave. Dave Thomas, Wendy's. Hello. There he is. Dave. Yeah, this is Dave. Okay, Dave. I I sense a very short call. Bong hit. I'm sorry. That's all right. You're on with Goldfinger. What's going on? Well, um. I'm interested in this girl, and she, uh, I know, is into other girls and has had a relationship with two other girls before we ever met. And I was wondering um, what what you could give as far as information as far as uh, somebody going out with somebody who is bisexual. I is have she, some info. Is she bisexual or is she lesbian? She's, uh, hopefully, she's bisexual. You don't hopefully. even know. I have some info. All right, Darren, go ahead. If she's bisexual, you're stoked. Yeah. You're a happy guy. Why is that? Um, think. Well, uh, yeah, we got a bunch of... Adam shot his mouth off last week about how bisexual basically are telegraphing that they're going to have affairs with the same sex somewhere down the road. Is that what you think? Well, I, I said that when you enter a relationship and you announce that you're bisexual as you enter the relationship, you're basically leaving the uh, back door open, especially no if you're a guy. Uh, you're basically <laughs> saying to your partner, listen, I will be moving on to uh, my own sex at some point in the relationship. Yeah, we got a bunch of hate email on that one. Oh, we did? It's people saying, uh, how dare you suggest that people who are bisexual can't carry out a monogamous relationship and be committed and this kind of thing. So, and that, that was a point I made, that it doesn't matter what you're into. If you're committed, you're committed. Yeah, True. but... Now, if, if you're confused and ambivalent, you'll have trouble committing to anything. Yeah, which I believe most bisexuals are, otherwise... We don't know that, but I can understand why you believe that. Why be bi... Listen, that is the uh, definition of ambivalence. I can't figure out whether I want to be with a male or a female. Yeah, How they, much more ambivalent can you be than that? They figured out they want to be with both. You haven't? There is such a thing. <laughs> no, Simon. We, in fact, I think it's probably 
Except for if, if you count what me and Darren did in the bathroom about ten minutes ago. It's uh, probably it. relatively moment, uncommon Sorry, to be, a, say, of a committed, immature bisexual orientation. I mean, most of what we hear about is ambivalence, and certainly if you're under eighteen, it's sort ambivalence. Of confused. Right. Well. Yeah. All right. So, Dave. Hello? Yes, you may be in for some fun at the beginning, but um, I wouldn't lurk, look uh, long-term here. So what if she's confused? All right, well, listen, you don't even know that she's bisexual. As All you know is she's a lesbian at, at this point, right? Well, I guess, but I mean... She's a lesbian and she, she wouldn't be interested. She'll just do what she wants to do, I'm sure. Ignore this re relationship and go on, or should I hold out and see what's going to happen? Wait a minute, what relationship? You're not even having a relationship. Well, I mean, we've gone out a couple times. I mean, should I, should I just... Well, I've seen a movie with Simon before, we'll but find I don't out what's up. I mean, get to, get yeah, to know her better. Yeah, yeah, I sure. do, I do, Simon. You, I don't want to have sex with you. You don't know her yet. Find out who she is, what she's about, what her intentions are in the relationship, and then make your decision, okay? <clears throat> okay. All right. All right, Dave. It was a short call, you are right. Dave was 24. Yeah, he did not sound 24, did he? No. I don't think he was. 14, I don't think he's 24. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Ryan, uh, Goldfinger, you guys really, you really just uh, inspire the mature element in our, in our listenership here. Thank I you. Yes, so. Oh, another diss. <laughs> Ryan, you're 16. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Ryan, you're 16. Yeah. Generally, it's like in like a surface humping position, not just like in a regular position. Hold on. What? Start that what? again, Ryan. About surfing. When you masturbate, yeah. It's in like a position where I'm like humping something, like the floor or the bed or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's oh, not really right. like with my hands as much. <clears throat> right. So I'm wondering like if there's any way like what's going on there because if I use my hand like it doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, meanwhile you're uh, you're um, uh, rubbing the finish right off the uh, side of the bunk bed there. <laughs> Not exactly. You know, I can see the guy's bedposts uh, looking looking like uh, no, 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 not like looking that. like a tree that uh, a rhino's been scratching his back on or something. You know, know, one of those every nature man films. Has his techniques. It's more like laying in bed and like. No, Ryan, listen, Darren has something important to say to you. Every man has his own techniques. Not every man uses his right hand and goes. You know, no, but I'm saying like. Right. I, th I think you'll learn to Especially use Especially right Darren, hand, if you're using your right hand and the guy next to you is using his left hand. There's going to be some elbow jockeying going on there, so it's, you're all going to have to agree <laughs> I on a side. I thought we agreed to not to discuss okay. this. Okay. Ryan, Ryan, what they're trying to tell you is don't worry, all right? But if I'm, like, with a girl or whatever, I mean, what's going to happen? She'll, she'll think you're free. If you were with a girl, you wouldn't be masturbating, right? No, but let's say she's trying to, like, give me a hand job or whatever. It's, I mean, it would you'll, be, well, like, you'll figure it out, Ryan. Don't, don't worry. I don't want a hand job. Don't worry. What yeah. if you dressed a woman up like a bed, like you put a duvet <laughs> cover <laughs> on her, something like that? A on her head or something. No, put some pledge on her. Uh, Ryan, don't worry. This stuff will work itself out. Now, Ryan, Ryan has a... Hold on a second. Ryan has a valid point, which is... And, and this is very true. Men get used to something on their own. And if what they get used to on their own is, so, is, is too foreign, then when a woman comes in, uh, the penis will be confused and not respond. Meaning, uh, this guy is used to banging up against a knotty pine. <laughs> To, uh, for an orgasm. He, he feels a hand on his penis. His penis is going to be completely confused. Ryan, I would wean myself off of the, uh, off of the objects and furniture in the bedroom and onto the hand. Exactly. Because the Lord knows you could be caught in an elevator one day and have to masturbate. You could, um, you could, you could be on some cruise liner somewhere in a hammock. You, you may not have uh, a bed or some furniture to rub up against. You may be camping. Then what are you going to do, huh? In the woods. I've done it in a sleeping bag. That's no problem. You've done it in a sleeping bag? It's not like humping the wall. It's like the floor. Like 
laying down. Right, like, right. Carpet bag. Uh, I see, no. yeah. Oh, it'd be great to try to get that sleeping bag back rolled up and into the sack, wouldn't it? You have okay, to like well, snap it over your knee before. You sleeping bag, and, and you, you having a you know a thing going on there, and, and you done. That ain't right. Do you want to like lay down and like go to sleep all over it? Oh, you uh, you you uh, frosted Bambi. <laughs> I don't get that at all. Oh, the little the little deers. You see the little scenario where they have like the little woodland creatures in the lining of the sleeping bag. And there he is humping the thing, just dry humping a, a Skeeter and right, Bambi. There we go. And, okay. Play, First got play kids. Song? Oh, okay. Now it's too late now. Right. I have to play it the next break. All right. All right you want to? Uh, want to use a call? I think I might take it. Okay. Paul. Paul. Yeah. Hi. How you doing? Yeah. Okay, man. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question about um. I kind of have like goosebumps on my uh, my uh, my penis. I guess you could say. And I always have them there, and I just wonder what that was about. Those are called pearly penile papules, and they are normal. They're called what? Pearly penile papules. That's a good name for a record. How'd you get them? <laughs> They're normal. Everybody gets them. I have them. Most people get them, anyway. Darren has them. You mean, like, at the base? They can be at the base. They can be around the, the, no, the tip. all over, yeah. What are those yeah. yellow things you get on your testicles sometimes when you're a kid? It's called pus. You should get that checked out, Simon. So how to get no, it. I think right I had those. That guy know. in New Orleans wasn't clean, you, you know. Why does the guy little yellow things on my testicles <laughs> and like I could pop them? Uh, there are oh there are sebaceous glands that can get inflamed and then well, don't you get like zits? On, I mean, don't but you just get like really ingrown hairs really and stuff? About, they get these little nodules that they you can get. Some of them get a bunch of those. Yeah, really. really? I got and those. So that's not what he has. No, this is a pay. So don't. Hey, what's Paul? Don't sweat it. I have those things. And when I was your age, how old are you? I'm 21. Well, when I was younger, I was like 15, and I was freaking out. I even showed my mom. Oh, like, what the hell is this? And my brother Kevin was there, and he's like, "That's normal. Don't sweat it." And I was like, "I don't have a disease." Well, I got another question. No. Can I? Ask <laughs> All right, you can ask it when we get back from the break, Paul. All right. All right, well, wait, Paul. Yeah. What is it? It's about my girlfriend. Uh huh. Real fast. She got bumps too. Huh? What's the deal with her? No, it's, it's she. Um, at first we like had a lot of sex, and now she don't want to have it. Only on her time, not on my time. So uh -huh. I like kind of wait till she wants it, and I don't. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have to, like, just come up to it. Right. It's called she's in control. Try to be more impressive next time you have sex. Uh, well, I, I am. I'm good. All right. Well, All she, right. what do you want us to say? Buffalo? Uh, we may think you're good, and you may think uh, you're good. Or maybe she's just into deprivation. This is... Well, maybe she, she's sleeping with someone else. She is telling you something about how she feels about this relationship, and something has changed there. And your insensitivity to what her needs are are part, part if not the total problem. Uh, yes, the first thing uh, to dry up uh, on a woman is uh, is the sexual part of a woman. If a guy is not What's meeting that, her needs, Phys emotionally, I don't get it. Emotionally, twenty four. Emotionally, yeah. I mean, w what happens when a, when a woman stops having sex with you or slows it way down? She's given you a very strong message in a language that you can understand. Or yeah, most she's Canada with your cousin is probably the message I'd be getting. She, I don't know. She you probably, tr usually they'll try to tell you something beforehand. Like, uh, stop going out with your friends so much. Or, hey, could you, could you look at me once in a while and not at the TV set? But they try all that for a month and a half. Right. The guy doesn't respond. And then the sex slows down. Now the guy's all ears. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's up with this? I need advice. I need it now. All right, so uh, we'll You're be good, back. Man. We'll hear something more from Goldfinger. Love are you there? Love Lion will be right back. Are you there? Check on your potatoes. Are you there? Love Lion will be right back.
Hi, it's me, TV's Ross Matthews. You know, from The Tonight Show, Chelsea Lately, E-Red Carpets, blah, blah, blah. Well, now I have a podcast, Straight Talk, with me, Ross Matthews. And it has become the go-to destination for some of Hollywood's biggest stars. From Lauren Conrad to Kristen Bell, Kelly Osbourne, Brad Gresky, RuPaul, and Brittany Snow. From Pitch Perfect 2, just like the biggest movie in the world, no big deal. Coming up, Khloe Kardashian, and who knows who else? Straight Talk with Ross Matthews on PodcastOne.com. All right, John, Simon, and the infamous Darren are all here from the Goldfinger. And uh, Hang Ups is the name of the CD. We will be hearing something off that Big in just record. a second. Um, Long get it. Oh, yeah. Please. Yeah, and it, it's really cool too. The uh, CD is shaped like a uh, dialer on a rotary phone. Don't ruin phone. it, man. Oh, did I ruin it? You just ruined it. I'm oh, sorry, man. Buy the record phone. It's shaped like a dialer on a push-button phone. Oh, you ruined it. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. Now the kids are gonna buy it. Well, it's got a real cool and uh, and uh, entertaining uh, liner in it too. All right, that's that's just good. That's just good salesmanship. Nice outwork. Okay. That, yeah. And we're trying to figure out. Uh, maybe someone can call in. Uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's Darren who spearheads this, but we've talked about nothing but the anus for the uh, two hours that they've been in here you tonight. You brought it up last. All right, we're trying to figure out the bidet. Now, it's my contention. The bidet, for those of you um, who uh, have not traveled abroad or not been into an expensive home, is basically, it basically <laughs> looks like a second toilet, and it's usually in the woman's room. And what you do is after you, you do your business, you sit down on this thing, just like you sit on a toilet, but instead of uh, you going into it, it goes into you. It basically shoots a stream of water into your uh, private parts there and cleans you out. Now, um, who was saying? John, you were saying that you go through a lot of toilet paper. Well, and, he was uh, mentioning, you know, the toilet paper, you know, getting a little, you know, you're rough and rough. Rough. Like right. But but I would say that you still need to use the toilet paper with the bidet because otherwise you'd just be. But maybe not as much. Them. With the bidet, yeah, all it would, would be a drying thing, not just a wiping. I think the bidet is for women for the number one. I don't know if it's uh, for the number two in guys, but I'll have to look well, into if that. Well, women go pee. All they do is. Just Dab, 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 and they're done. I don't know. Women go through. Why do uh, they have to get water? No, Let women me, go through a lot of toilet paper. Darren, Darren does not lift the toilet seat when he pees. I don't lift the toilet seat when I poop either. So <laughs> it just goes everywhere. Well, that would be right. normal. No, that would be all right, Darren. That'd That's okay. what it's there for, actually. All right, Drew, you want to join in? Are we gonna do a song? Okay, we're gonna do the song. Drew doesn't want to get involved in this so conversation. You're gonna sing along, and uh, please, if you know uh, what the bidet is for, and if it's for men or for women. I think it's just for women, but I want to hear about it. And, and like any of our listeners are going to know about this. Maybe they know what bidet means in French, because I don't. Um, it means, um, um, who's got a town? <laughs> All right, uh, Carletta is the name of the song. The name of the CD is Hang Ups, and uh, here's the song. Or Carlita.
Carlita. Lord. That was from uh, Goldfinger. <laughs> All right, so uh, that was a good song, and this lonely place is a good listening. song. No, I was in and between trying to figure out. was talking about your butt. I know, but in between thinking about my ass, I was listening to the song. And what I'm trying to say is, is um, even if this uh, CD just consisted of the two songs we so heard we tonight, heard, yeah. it would be worth yeah. the. Um, how much are these? Like four dollars? Six bucks. Are you not six bucks? Five twenty-five. No, it would be uh, ten bucks. It would be worth bucks. the ten bucks. But uh, not only are there those two songs on this, but uh, oh, another ten, all hits, golden, every one Secret of them. Secret tracks, golden the whole finger. nine yards. Yes, uh, I'll tell you, this is. Uh, it, it's going to be a collector's uh, edition. So. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, edition. Uh, 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 it's not not edition, made, but you know? I, I predict that when Rolling Stone comes out uh, with their second most uh, influential CDs of the decade or what have you, that this tops the list. Spice Ooh, Girls, right behind Not a Surf. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Not a right. Surf, Goldfinger, Spice Girls. Not a Surf, uh, Second Hands, Not a Surf, Hands, and Goldfinger. Right in. <laughs> I uh, introduced, I uh, we were talking about uh, Camp KOME. I, Drew and I went there, and Drew brought the family, and his uh, three blonde haired five year olds came out on stage. Show them the pictures, Drew. It's really? going to. Oh, what a proud like moment. Have you seen, have you seen them? No, yeah. Not yet. They wanted to come out on stage with us, and there was uh, 20,000 people, and I introduced wow. them as. Oh, it is Hanson. As yeah. Hanson, and the crowd started booing, <laughs> and I think, it, I think it traumatized the kids. It. <laughs> that sucks. Where's, where's his ID? They look like Drew, I swear. Karen. Darren, is that it right there? You're 29. No, no. Darren, I'll give it to you. Handed <laughs> Darren your wallet. That's really scary. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's like having like it's like having a you know. That's a, a good idea, a, right a, there. Like a zoo animal get you your, 40 bucks. your your. Uh, You're yeah. broke. <laughs> your yeah, it's like zoo animal is the best analogy. How much ever is this show paying you? It's like you're we'll leaning up against the orangutan cage. <laughs> and he'll be throwing and the thing. Grab your wallet and start going nuts like It's well established that I'm hairy. Like a Samsonite commercial. That's making the point. You're stupid. All right. No, I was going hairy. Hi. Karen. Hi. Karen? Yes. You're 29. Yes, I am. What's happening? Uh, well, here's my question for you. I'm 29 years old. I've never been in a commitment. I've never had a boyfriend. I've never been seriously committed to anybody. Why? Um, I'm scared of it. I don't mm -hmm. I don't want to be in one. Have you, Why? Have you, the hold on. The guy gets, the further I run. Have you had sex? Yeah, of course I've had sex. Huh. Hey, you idiot. Part. I actually have guys make contracts with me. Contracts? They only have sex with me and nobody else. And so they Sign here. They want. What? They what? <laughs> they make a contract with me stating that they can only have sex with me. That's the uh, pay or lay contract. They can date whoever they want. Tracy loves contracts. Karen, what? Did you say contract? Right, we're doing some gambling, yeah, Karen. Yeah, Let's go. All right? Sure. Yep. All right, hold on a second. You guys got money? I got a dollar? Yeah, I got 10 bucks. I got 50 cents. What's up? Why, what's oh, up? for Christ's sake, I don't have my wallet on me. Drew, come on, give me a dollar. Oh, please. You got 40 bucks, Drew. That's all I got. What, I saw, you, I saw 75 some. cents. That's for the band. Okay, oh, all right, I'm taking a dollar of that, too. <laughs> okay. Five, five, five seventy-five. Five cents. <laughs> all right, it's a pretty weak pot tonight, but there there are five of us, and there is uh, five dollars out there. Thank you, John. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to try to figure out what, uh, who was that, Karen's past is. She's 29. She's never been in a long-term or serious relationship. She has these contracts with men, and something is up with her. Now, what we're doing is gambling on her past. Not, uh, listen carefully, Darren. You know the show. We're not gambling on what's going on with her today or whether her self-esteem is screwed up uh, tomorrow or yesterday. We're gambling on when she was a kid. What mm. kind of environment created Karen? Where was she forged from? What base is a winner or a loser? 
What's that? What? what well, she'll tell us the answer. Here. Uh, Drew, we're running late, okay. so let's, uh, let's get right to it. I'll go first. All right. uh, Karen's uh, uh, physical abuse from uh, from Dad. Okay. okay. Guys, anything? Drew, uh, you? You're uh, next. Foster, let's go clockwise. Foster parents, uh, abusive foster situation, like a horrifying. Okay, foster yeah. parents. John, right, I just John. say first sexual experience was with a woman. Simon. Okay. And how old? Uh, what age? I'd say... 11, 12. Yeah, 11. Okay. 11 I say she's extremely overweight with a low self-esteem. Okay. I Good. think she was beaten by her first boyfriend at 14. No, I get before that. Before why, that. why does that happen? Why did that happen to her? What kind of situation creates that kind of person that would allow that to happen? She was molested by her mother. Okay. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, I'm not going to win the dollar hey, Darren's, oh just, Darren's just playing the odds here. <laughs> you guys are all wrong. <laughs> oh, boy. What, what happened to you? Oh, well, let's see. I was sexually abused when I was seven to eight years old by my father. Um, Wait a minute, did I go? Yeah, yeah, I, was, I think John's a winner. Oh, no, that was, uh, John, get your money back. No. John plays five bucks. And so what happened? Yeah, but when I was 12, a stranger came to my room and molested me. Yeah. And at age 20, I was um, date raped. Yeah, but that's, you were already way, way, way into it by that point. I mean, you, how could you trust anybody when your father had been sexually abusing you since you were seven? And of, of course, uh, men are horrific and uh, and. Uh, they are, but that's why the contract. If I have control over them. Yeah, and you got control over nothing, Karen, because you have you're empty. There's no feelings. Oh, you don't, what's, you don't... It, what's that going to hold up in court too? Yeah, by the way, but of what? I mean, what do you what do you have control over? You have control over nothing. Over my emotions. No. Yeah, you have control. Of course, you have control over that because you're not you're not having an emotional I'm experience. Karen. Uh, the idea is not to necessarily get control over your emotions. It's just uh, not to let your emotions uh, steer and run your life for the rest of your life. Well, and you got to get some therapy. That's all. You understand? You've got to forget be about a... contracts. Get into some therapy. Make a contract with a therapist. You, you, well, right. <laughs> Have a relationship in a controlled therapeutic environment with a professional with whom you can trust. Yeah. And then once you develop that trust with that person, hopefully it will spill well, over. Well, here's the bottom line. Uh, daddy counts for all men when it comes to women, and mommy counts for all women when it comes to young boys. And if daddy is having sex with you when you're 10, 11 years old, then unless you get into a whole ton of counseling, you're screwed. That's it. Because every guy uh, you're, you're dealing with from this on, day on is daddy. Believe me. And daddy had sex with you. So it's, uh, I don't care how much you work it out in your own mind. I don't care if you've come to grips with it. I don't care if he died in a car accident two years earlier. It doesn't matter. You need extensive therapy. Otherwise, that's it. You're screwed for your relationship. She's 29 years old. Yep. This happened when she was 11. No, no. How much was seven? Oh, seven. And then the guy happened when yeah. went right later on. And by the way, that's what set up all the rest of the the 11 and the 20 year old date rape and all that kind of stuff. All uh, thanks to Danny. That was real quick, man. And we'll be back. Point. Yeah, we did get to that. Wood. Love line. We'll be right back. Wood. To explain exactly what he meant by wood. My entire life, I never knew that. Smoke plus um, fog. Fog. Smog. All right. That's and really uh, kind of creative. He's writing it right now. Um, now, homo is <laughs> homosexual, 
and bisexual is half mo. That's my invention. No, bisexual to buy it. Okay. We gotta go. All right, we're uh, running late. Uh, Goldfinger Hangups is the name of the CD. Please go out and get it so that uh, the band they never have to come back again to promote anything. So right, that is yeah. a that is a threat. If you buy it, we won't come back on a little. Thank you guys very much, Darren. Thank you very much for the presence, which uh, I'm sure you'll lavish on me off the air. Yeah, Tomorrow right night, there. our guest is the love that the hosts find between the two of them. And until next time, this is Sam Crawford, Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth & Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. Uh -huh. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.